loaded bases. First off, I want to give a shout out to Dugout Mugs. If you've ever wanted to drink out of a baseball bat, Dugout Mugs is the place to go. I personally drink a cold beer out of my Dugout Mug during my podcast. So if you are interested, go to dugoutmugs.com slash loaded. That again, dugoutmugs.com slash loaded for 30% off. So with that being said, go get your dugout mug and enjoy the show. Loaded bases. Tom Hackmer, how's it going? Going well, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. So, what do you do? What's your uh, what's your job job title? Uh, I am a minor league relief pitcher uh, for the New York Mets currently. Uh, spent some time last summer in Binghamton Double A, and a uh, good couple months in Syracuse Triple A. So, yeah, how how did you become a sidearm pitcher? I know because like uh, I tried to. Uh, I tried to be a submarine guy, but that just that was not happening. Yeah, it's uh, one of those things that I didn't figure out. It was figured out for me. Uh, it's my I played in high school. I played only shortstop. Uh, didn't pitch at all, and yeah, I was I was a good fielder. Had a good arm. Couldn't hit to save my life, and <laughs> uh, had nowhere to go play in college, and. My hitting coach at the time knew the coaches at St. John's where I ended up going to college. Uh, and they came down, took a look at me. And at Blankmeyer, the head coach there is now actually a, uh, a coach in the Mets organization. He saw me throwing across the diamond and was basically just like, hey, you know, like he could be like a good side armor. And that's basically the genesis of that my career as a sidearm pitcher. I went to St. John's, was converted to a pitcher, converted to a sidearm pitcher. Dang, and Which, that, I mean, and that's that's how that started. What? Well, I guess like is that that does make sense though because you do throw a sidearm like across the diamond like for a shortstop. Yeah, you throw it from all different slots, and I threw from a lowish slot anyway. Yeah. Damn. So how I guess so when you were younger, like, did you like always think that you're going to be a professional baseball player, or is that? No, like, I didn't think it at all. No. I didn't think it until I <laughs> got to college, actually, because I like I knew I wasn't I wasn't that good. Uh, like, oh, yeah, well, now you you're double A, triple A. Yeah, no, it's just why uh, as a yeah as a, a fielder, I knew that my prospects there were probably pretty limited unless I figured something out quickly, which I never did. Yeah, and uh, you know, once I switched to pitching and I realized I was having success at St. John's like with other people who were uh, like some of the guys like who I came in with my freshman year, like I'd been drafted out of high school and I was like, I'm doing as well as any of these guys. Like maybe I also have a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the first time I really thought of that. So yeah. Like how, how, how was it getting like a call saying that you got drafted? I would say, uh, it was say cause you got drafted twice. I did. Yeah. It's super cool. But also, like the thing that people don't talk about as much with the draft is it's so stressful. It was I also bet. kind of it was also really miserable in its own way. Explain, uh, explain. It's just like the waiting and like the negotiating where you have no power whatsoever. Yeah. Um, 
it's just like very anxiety ridden and very frustrating in a lot of ways uh, because I was drafted in the 15th round in 2015 by the New York Mets actually. And like I had been told by scouts who really don't have the, the say or the power to tell me this and have it be true. They're like, Oh, you know, you'll be a day two guy. You'll be like, you know, a seventh to 10th rounder or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like, great. And once that passed and I didn't get picked, I was annoyed. Uh, Cause be you know, so that stressful. is, that was the expectation that had been set. And obviously you want to think that, uh, you know, if people tell you that, that it's true. Uh, Cause you want to think highly of yourself. Yeah. And then like going into the third day, like the 11th to 40th rounds, so I was just like, ah, you know, whatever. And then, Actually, I got drafted by the Mets, and that was exciting, uh, you know, because of the whole hometown thing. I went to yep. high school and college in Queens. But then it was super stressful there because there was a miscommunication, to put it politely, on what I had said I would sign for or something to that effect, mm. uh, where I hadn't actually agreed to anything. And they were like, yeah, we got you this much, which is what you said. And I was like, I never said that. So that became a whole debacle. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and then the next year it was better because I knew this was I went in with no expectations because I was a yeah. senior I was like most likely I'm going to get like $5,000 at best uh, and my senior year I was really good uh, to, to to just pat myself on the back a little bit <laughs> I, I was and I was throw, I'm throwing I was throwing 90 up to 94 from my you know sidearm slot I was just like alright you know like Worst case, I know what the I know what the worst case is. Someone picks me in like the sixth round as their senior sign, and they give me ten thousand dollars, yeah. and it's great. Uh, and the best case, which is pretty much what happened, is the Twins took me in the fourth round, uh, and they gave me a decent chunk of money, which they didn't have to do. So that was nice because uh, I had no leverage to to bargain with. I now I could go back to school for my fifth year. Uh, Hard pass either, on a fifth year, man. Yeah, I mean it sounds like fun. However. Uh, I had no more eligibility, so I'd have had to actually go to school. So the uh, it was that's the rough part, bro. Like that, yeah. that's the. I ain't come here to play school. I actually really did go there to. I did go there for school. I didn't think I was going to be good at baseball, or not Ooh. that not that good. I was a I was a physics <laughs> I was a physics major. Oh this is no one shit! Of the things, yeah, this is one of the things that people always get thrown off by. Nice uh, people are like. Especially when I meet people in baseball, they're like, "What did you like study in school?" And I was like, "Ah, physics." What? What? Well, yeah, I, was, th- I didn't think I was going to be good, and I thought I was going to, you know, play four years, have fun, and you know, go be an engineer. Like, yeah, I have a few buddies like that went to, uh, like that they went for, and say, for physics, and then like biochem, and they were baseball players. And I'm just like, I was like, how do you like, how do you manage being a student athlete, and study for all his classes it it helped that uh <laughs> it helped that the physics department was pretty small at st oh, john's really? and i actually got the department uh chairperson to mm-hmm. shuffle some of the classes around to when i could actually take them which was really oh, helpful that is nice especially my last two years um so that was very cool and very convenient because it was just like, yeah, it doesn't really matter when we have these. Like, you know, you're like, this is will help you. Like, it's not going to really inconvenience anybody else. So yeah. it's like, great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, I like, when I tell people like that I do accounting, they're like, what? 
like really i'm like yeah like, like like i do accounting and they're like so like so what'd you go to school for i'm like i've actually i've actually dropped out of college three times nice. so we're we're uh yeah and then they're like what the fuck but no it's it, like is it i mean because there's like the stereotype like of like baseball players are going to school for like business just uh well yeah i, I just get it done business yeah you gotta take Our, uh, every every school has their own uh you just like bullshit athlete yeah. major like uh ours was sports management oh yeah which is like yeah, it's fine like seats someone needs to go through and like take classes so they can you know play soccer or whatever so yeah you gotta have something for them to do well yeah because there's there's like the guys so like in college basketball like how they have like the one year eligibility yeah i mean like if you just take like and say because we so like, it's, like you know, it's like you know yeah. this guy's gonna be a one and done like you just need him to have to be yeah, in so classes yoga and have a gpa <laughs> yoga weights and like art appreciation and call it good yeah those are like the best classes right there no i i uh I'm saying because I was gonna, you know, invite you for a drink tonight. Oh, I do. Your... I did all my drinking last night. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll see how I'm, I'm doing. I'll give I'll give myself like a half pour. I have some, just some some sparkling water here, trying to smart re- rehydrate. Smart. So how was okay? So you were okay. So you drafted by the Mets initially, then to the Twins. Yeah. But then back to the Mets. Back to the Mets. I was released this past year by the Twins uh, in June, and ended up signing with the Mets uh, just because. Well, they were a shit show, and everyone was hurt at the time. I thought it would be a good place for me in case I could uh, get out there, throw well, and sneak in there. Uh, but everyone shit show. Yeah, the uh, they they had like twenty guys hurt. That is true. Was, it was like pitchers going down every other week. I was like, yeah. You, why not? It's a great uh, place to go. But I, I, I figured that it would be nice to uh, get back to because the Mets farm teams are all very close to home for me. Yeah, like they're all mostly upstate New York. Uh, there's the Brooklyn Cyclones, which is actually about a mile and a half from where I'm sitting currently. Yeah, because <laughs> that's that's in Coney Island, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've actually been to that field before. It's a really really nice stadium. We played yeah. uh we played the biggest tournament there my sophomore year at St. John's. Great, great field. Yeah, we we uh and say I, I went there in two thousand seven because we had uh, a baseball tournament in Cooperstown. Like when I was like oh, twelve, okay. like yeah. for Cooperstown Dreams Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then and then uh, our team was called um uh, uh Brooklyn baseball. So oh. yeah. Like our coach, uh, he was from Brooklyn, and then he made his way like out to Washington State, and then we just ended up being a team from New York. Nice, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, really, really nice stadium. Uh, but yeah, it was nice to to get to play a lot closer to home. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, if, if I guess like as like growing up, like were you a Mets fan? I mean, like no, I was I was a Yankees fan actually. Oh, really? I was, a, I, was I played short, and I was a big Derek Jeter fan. And so then I grew were... up and realized that he was not really a great defender, but you know, he was. Yep. You know, he was iconic. One of, one of the most overrated, overrated defenders. Yeah. I'm glad I found someone that can actually like agree with that. I mean, it's. Uh, I forget what somebody said. Good fielders make uh, 
terrific plays look easy. Derek Jeter made routine plays look hard. See, that should be your next uh, bio. Yes. <laughs> My next bio, just directly attacking Derek Jeter for no reason. <laughs> well, no, I mean, because that that's the way that, like, it was um, it was kind of funny. So, like, I found, so, like, I was on, uh, what was it? I think I, I was on, like, the minor league uh, Twitter page. And then your name, like, popped up as a suggested. Oh, okay. And I was just like, okay. So then I... Uh, clicked it and then your bio just like <laughs> dude pe- peacock today feather duster tomorrow that is one of my favorite quotes so i guess like what why do you change it like for quotes like every like, like every other month i don't know uh during pandemic i was uh it was a lot of i think it's still i think it might be instagram i in there it's just like i have been preparing for self-isolation since i was five <laughs> like i am not that I'm not a people person, but like I am a massive, massive introvert. <laughs> like Dude, I am very happy spending time on my own. That is exactly the same way. I, I, uh, I mean, well, because like, even though like I do like a podcast, it's like I mean, like, I started it during during quarantine, so it was just like, right. I mean, like I wanted baseball to like come to me, right? And then I found like my, I guess like my niche, like talking like to minor leaguers. Yeah. So it and then yeah, but now it's like, I mean, I would much rather just stay at home and not, not leave. Yeah, exactly. It can, 100%. It, it can it can come to you in this case. It's even better. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I it it uh, I mean, so like, cause I have like a natural like, I guess like a natural stutter, so that's why like I guess like the podcast thing like, I I guess like so that's why like I'm not an extrovert, it's because like right. I don't I don't like talking like in front of people. Right. I feel that like the platform like with like a podcast just like fits perfect. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. It fits it fits a lot better into the uh into that sort of uh how your how your brain functions when, oh, you're, yeah. when you're when you're more on our our side of the scale, introvert extrovert. Yeah. I think it's the I think it's the being a pitcher cuz like cuz pitchers are weird. We're weird yes, dudes without a doubt. That is the, and I'm so glad that I grew up a pitcher. 100% so thankful. Because if I was, I mean, like, if I was, like, a full-time, like, in the field, it, it, it would be, it'd be rough. I don't um, know. I grew up, I grew up playing the field, so. Yeah, see. It, I used to, I used to make fun of POs, and, uh, well, you know. It kind of, <laughs> it kind of went the opposite of that. <laughs> Yeah, turns out uh turns out my personality fit being a PO probably way better. <laughs> no, it's weird. I mean like because you're like your your lifestyle like it does adapt to like what position you play. It's it's it's, it's a weird thing. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely general guidelines or like general stereotypes uh that fit each each position on the field, there's no doubt. Say cuz there there's a I mean like Honestly, I I would rather talk talk and have like pictures like on my podcast just because they're like, more like interesting to talk to. Yeah, I feel like yeah, as a general rule, you're going to get more more wild cards and more interesting things out of pictures. So I guess being a pitcher in the bullpen, what what's one of the craziest things that you've seen? See, I haven't had anything really ridiculous. Um have you ever have you ever sprinted like sprinted in like for a brawl 
Oh, I did. We did uh, 2019 in the playoffs when I was in Pensacola, so which was double A for the Twins at the time. We had we had a uh, the benches clear, but it was one of those things where like one of our guys went in and threw at somebody like just super super deliberately and tried to play it off like he didn't, and he just threw at the two guys who had hit homers off us in previous games, and, like, we're running in from the bullpen because that's what you have to do. But I was oh, just yeah. like, I'm not fucking, like, I'm not fighting somebody over this. Like, this is stupid. He's wrong. I agree <laughs> with them. They should be mad. I think... Like, this this guy throws 100. You can't throw at people's heads. Oh, hell no. You got it. No. 100 miles an hour? Yeah. Uh, like, hard you pass. just can't... Like if you hit but, it in the ass, sure it's fine. But like, still, let's. I've only, I've always wanted to like sprint in like for, for a brawl, <laughs> just like like it, just for the fact, just to sock someone right in the face, <laughs> just because. Just just a nice running haymaker. Oh, dude, now, I've never, I've definitely awesome. never, I've definitely never been in an actual brawl, but uh, I've I've been in a few bench clearing incidents, I guess. Yeah were you like any of like the starting guys of it? Like, did you start any of them? No. Although ironically Uh. in, uh, in that game. So one of my issues as a pitcher is my command is a bit erratic. uh, Mm -hmm. And from my, my slot, it ends up with me kind of just drilling a bunch of guys sometimes. Yeah. So in that game, after we had a pitcher get ejected for throwing at two guys, I came in to face one of the guys who he had thrown at and the umpire knew this about oh, me shit. already he was just like hey man like i understand you're probably not gonna like if you hit him it's not on purpose but like i'm still gonna have to throw you out i was like thank you for warning me i appreciate that <laughs> you get a warning before so you get yeah, a warning, I got a warning. You get a i got warning warned as i came the into the game warning. yeah well wow. it was after the public warning obviously but okay. it was it was another personal one just for me as i came into the game see it, it's i mean it's <laughs> it was always fun to like throw at guys i don't know why but i i mean because i i was like 89 90 and but it was always fun to just like throw it. i don't know why i mean <laughs> i'm an asshole but like it, it's like it was always a blast to do it i was i was liked as a base runner taking guys out like yeah. not like spikes up but just like sliding into somebody it's a lot of fun I think there there was a I think like one time when I was fuck I think I was like fourteen, um, I watched this kid like, uh, like all my team like slide through someone, cleats up, and then he caught him like right below the a uh, kneecap, and then, and then he had to get thirty three stitches, That's it tough. like straight like tore him open, Ugh. and oh, we were all just like dude. That was awesome. <laughs> I mean, but now, but now, it, yeah. <laughs> looking, looking back, it's just like, oh, that was not good. I know. It, it's, I mean, because there's a lot of, I guess, a lot of like things that happen, like where I just like look back and I'm like, I'm a fucking asshole. Like, yeah, so I feel so back, bad. Like, why was, why was I excited about that? Oh, oh I know. So, why do you have a mic hanging down? A D stream? I don't know. I record music uh, oh, sometimes and I uh, will use it for like voiceovers or different things. Like I just need to record things here and there. And yeah. I own a good mic because I am uh, a musician and use it for that. Oh, really? And I just like 
it's either I have to have it up here or it's like right in front of me in yeah. in between my keep my hands and my keyboard and I don't mm -hmm. really like that. So it just sort of hangs down here framing the left side. Yeah. I was going to ask you so like what do you play? Like uh, what so I've, what does Tom Hackerber do off the baseball field? Uh, so I play a few instruments. Uh, I like to brag that it's, I mean, the number that I could like mess around on and sound competent is probably 10 or so, but like, I know how to actually play like five to five or so instruments. Well, no shit. Yeah. Not that I use a lot of them anymore. Like I played the trombone for 10 years, like mm -hmm. from when I was seven to one or like when I was eight to 18, basically. Oh, wow. Uh, played that in like my school band. Uh, a couple other brass instruments, and then I picked up bass, guitar, and uh, piano. Sorry, that is bass, comma, guitar, yep. comma, and piano. Three instruments, not bass, guitar, all is one. Uh, nice. Yes, yeah, so I, I like to mess around. It's nice to, uh, especially I realized during COVID, it's really nice to have other hobbies. Yeah, 100%. Because uh, I think that kept me from going insane, was <laughs> having, having my guitar with me. Yeah, I... I uh... I actually bought a guitar too during uh, 2020 because I thought I was like, you know what? I think I can learn how to play. But then I ended up, um, I, I learned how to remember how to play certain songs, but not actually like how to like, how to actually play. Oh that yeah. That was, that was my, my well, mistake. That's, I mean, that's how you start. That's you gotta, you have to start yeah. from somewhere. I mean, I still have, like the callus is like on like the tips of my fingers. Oh yeah. I mean, like I will play probably like, I mean, I haven't played in probably mm, probably a few months, but I think it's it's like the 15 minutes a day. I just try and like just like keep on playing. Yeah, you just gotta. It's just like you're gonna be. It's like learning anything. You're gonna be not good yeah. for a while, and then once you get through that part, you will be kind of good. Yeah, so it's just practice. So during 2020, like when there wasn't baseball, it's like besides playing instruments, like so, what'd you do like to stay ready, like as a pitcher? I mean, because you're, I mean, because pitchers are pretty are pretty scheduled people. Yeah, but that's the advantage of being a reliever for your whole career. Uh, yeah, is you are you are used to not having a schedule. True. Uh, so I I pretty much just threw bullpens twice a week and yeah, that works and waited so you see so during covid the best type of pitching would be to be a, a reliever i guess or you could be super like being you had you could set whatever schedule you wanted yeah like if you were a starter you could throw your like one bullpen or your your bullpen in like a live or a bullpen in like a simulated game if you wanted to it was I think that as a training period, like the amount of time you had to consistently train was yeah. nuts. Yeah. Like that's so much. Like if you took advantage of it, like that's a period of time that you'll never have, like you'll never have anything like it again. Oh no. Uh, I mean, let's hope not. I hope not. Yes. <laughs> 2020 sucked ass. Yeah. That's fucking miserable. But the, uh, like I didn't, I, f I found that I didn't mind it. It was, I got to do the baseball stuff on my own schedule, yeah. which was great. Uh, I got to, I was playing golf like four times a week. It was a blast. 
I was going to ask you, like, how'd you do today golfing? Oh, I, uh, it was pretty good. I shot, it was like 11 over, I think. So hey, not bad. That's, dude, that's, that's around, good. That yeah, is good because I'm like 20 plus over. So we're, but it was, it's 39 degrees out. And no, I don't like, I walk, so I don't really mind. Like, that keeps me warm. Yeah. I found 130 golf balls. Are you shitting me? 130. I counted. So you, so you have a, wait, I have so a target bag full of golf balls. So you legit found 130 golf balls. You were not kidding me. It was one of those days where it was just like every time I stepped into like the woods or anything to look for one, I found five more. Shit. Yeah. I was finally, I was finally just like, you know what? I'm taking them. I'm taking them all. I would. (laughs) I'll I'll clean them up. I'll keep the good ones and I'll give the rest of them to my dad. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, I. I just started golfing uh, in, I guess, actually this year. Okay. I'm still, yeah. I, I, uh, welcome, I mean, I th- welcome to the addiction. Thanks, man. I figured since I live like right by a golf course, I should, uh, I should oh, nice. start playing. So it, uh, yeah, it. I mean, I, I can't hit a golf ball straight and save my life yet. Where, uh, I mean, you'll, like you'll, you'll get there. I mean, because even though like I haven't played baseball since probably since 2015, um, the, the, I, the swing still affects it. Yeah, thousands and tens of thousands of swings. Oh, yeah. it's, it's so rough. I oh fuck. I'll, I'll I'll let you in on the secret though. It's not about hitting it straight. It's about knowing which way it's going to go. Oh right, every fit? time. Yeah, I, that's great. Like shit, you not like I hit it and I I like it goes far. Right, like, I, I it goes far, but I think it's just we don't we don't know how far right it's going to go. But I think at one point I. Like by looking at it, I feel that the ball comes backwards. Like yeah, when you when you play that when you're fading it really aggressively, it will take distance off. It's it's bad. Yeah, I mean, like I, so so I grew up um, like pretty much like always being out like my grandparents' like shop area, and okay. then my grandpa he's he's very into physics. So nice. so like. I try, I try and like explain stuff like to myself. So it's like, but I can't explain how a ball goes backwards. Like I shit you not, man. Like, I don't <laughs> know how it's it works. coming back that far. Yeah, it, it, it's bad. Dude, I still can't believe you got 130 golf balls. Dude, it was nuts. I like, I found like the second hole, I found like, probably six or seven and i was just like you know what i'm just gonna like there's nobody on the course like i'm not holding anybody up yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take a look i'm gonna like give this course a good going over and see how many i could find and i kept a tally 131 was it just you golfing uh yeah i just i just went out and played by myself i wasn't i would say because if like oh no if i was playing with somebody (laughs) (laughs) i'd be like sorry man hold on i gotta I just found like ten more golf balls. Like, I yeah. Hold on, I got to hold on. I got to go into the woods for fifteen minutes. Uh, I'll be back. <laughs> That's I assume, rough. Them, I assume they. I assume they would just leave me. Oh, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I would probably like at first try and help you find golf balls, but then I think then after at, like at 20, a certain point, it's just yeah, like, I think come on, man, you're like twenty. I'll be like, mm, I'm, I'm good. It was. Uh, 
yeah, if it wasn't for the fact that there was there were maybe 10 people on the whole course and I was playing by myself, I wouldn't I normally would not be that excessive with it, but yeah. Uh, there were 10 people on the course and I was playing by myself. I figured how many other times am I going to get this chance? That is true. No, there it is always nice to have golf balls. Like extra great. golf balls it's, with you. It's yeah, it's even better when you didn't pay for them. Oh, 100%. There's uh, ha- have you ever taken a metal baseball bat and then hit hit golf balls with it? Oh, I've done. I did that a long time ago. I think Dude. it'd be a lot more fun now because I swing a lot faster than I Say, ever used to. You could probably put a golf ball five like five hundred feet. That would be fun. Or if you take like a metal fungo. Oh yeah, that'd be an adventure. I guess. I, I guess. So like, so like as a pitcher, have you played fungo golf? Of course. Yeah, see that's how could you how could you not? I f- hey, I have talked to people and they have <laughs> and they have said that they haven't. Wow, that's a that's a depressing life. It's a sin. It's a sin yeah. not to play it. That's a that's a really rough that's a rough way to go through life as a pitcher, not playing fungo golf. You always arrive early, like to the field. That was a big. We used to do it a ton in like summer ball. Oh yep, hundred percent. It was a big. It was a big summer ball thing. Did. Did did you guys have American Legion up there? Yeah. Or yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah. Or we either it's American Legion. Or we have something that's like the rough equivalent. Either way. I think there's that, and then like uh, Babe Ruth. I think. Yeah, I think we had. I think we had Legion. Yeah, we. But yeah. It was always fun. Let's see what is it? It's. I think I want to go golfing this weekend. I think you inspired yeah. me. What's the? I don't even know what the temperature is. Oh, it's supposed to rain this weekend. It's supposed to rain in Washington, you don't say. But okay, okay, but here's the thing. Okay, so I live on the east side of Washington. Okay. Oh and, okay. yeah, totally different. Yeah, totally different. I haven't really been over there. I've been out to uh Seattle and out to driveline in uh Kent. Okay. Yeah. But I definitely have not experienced much of uh eastern Washington. Yeah, it's it it's a whole we live it's it's like four, 45 minutes to the mountains. Um that's cool. And then we live like in like a desert area. So it's very dry, yeah. um, sagebrush, and but it's like just full of like feet, like farming and right, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. It gets it gets like 110 degrees here in the summertime. It'll get single single digits and snow a shit ton. In like in, in like the month of like February, it's it's wild. Nice, nice. Windy windy springs. Yeah, no it. It only rains over here probably, I want to say like five times a year. Okay, that's not too bad. No, compared to compared to the five times a week in Seattle. Yeah, it's it's like pushing five to six. Yeah, <laughs> it it's rough. No, I'm actually going over uh, over to the west side for a wedding this Sunday. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's probably gonna rain because the winter time. Of course, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's supposed to. St- it gets supposed to snow tonight. Mm. Maybe I was golf. over one. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I was over one uh, one year. I was out there when I was in Kent. I think I was living in Tacoma, actually. Okay. Uh, but it snowed, and apparently, in the you know Seattle, it's very rare for it to oh. snow because the <laughs> uh, the the bay keeps the temperatures sort of yep. uh, tempered. Yep. And it was like four inches of snow, and it was a disaster. Every nobody, nobody. It knew shuts it down. Yeah, 
everything shuts down. Are your cats hungry? No. Yeah, my cat, my cat's yelling at me. Come here, buddy. You're gonna be on a podcast. <laughs> You're gonna hate me for this. But... That that's the thing nowadays. Yeah, you gotta show if you if you hear the cat, you gotta show the cat. Oh yeah, this is See. this is this is Ozzy. Sup, he's, Ozzy? He's gonna be very mad at me for this. He actually he's okay being picked up. He doesn't like being put down. So, so the he's like a baby. The sound you're about no, the sound you're about to hear is me basically tossing my cat. Or him jumping, either way. But like he doesn't like the action of you trying to put him down and he'll start freaking out. Weird. So I've gotten to the point where I just like just toss him. He's a cat, he'll land yeah. on his feet. See, yeah, my my cat, she only um she only meows like if if she thinks that she's lost, like mm. like in the house. Like she'll meow oh, like okay. and then we're just like Hey, like we're here, and then and then she stops, and then she just like runs to us. Nice. No, I mean she she's only, uh, I think she's only like six or seven months old. So oh, she, okay. She's still like a kitten, but like yeah, still, yeah, no, still she, figuring it out. Yeah, I mean like she she never meows. It's like yeah, she well, so like because we like so like my girlfriend and I like so we like just moved like into like a new apartment. And she didn't, and then the cat did not like the move at all. Right. She, yeah. She was just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I feel like cats, especially, they don't like changes of environment. Yeah. Uh, and it takes them a while to adjust. Yeah. We were, we were in like a 600 square foot studio apartment, like before. Right. So it was just like one big room. So, I mean, she, she like constantly knew she where she could you see were. us. Yeah. yeah. She has like, she has attachment issues. Right. I mean, like, if I go to work, like, she'll like walk me to the door, and then I'm just like, later, and then, yeah. and then she's just sitting there, like, and then okay, you come, yeah. back, you come back, and she's in the same spot. Uh, she's usually sleeping in the closet, like when I come home. Uh, that's fair. And then, and then she does not like people either, so it kind of, it kind of fits and works out. Nice. Works out very well. That's what I'm saying. No, it, it's a. Uh, I don't know, man. Pictures, cats, music. It's been fun. Yeah. I'm actually gonna I am actually going to I will I will take you up on the drink offer. I'm gonna get Let's go. Deal. Good man. Yeah, that'll that'll there you go. What do you have? I have uh, a beer that I made actually. Oh really? Uh, yeah, it is a uh, it's a rice beer, so I made it with uh, some some rice on top of the normal uh, malt and barley and whatnot, and it is not my best work, but it's not bad. So, how often do you do you brew your own beer? Uh, it's really whenever I can. Yeah. But it's like a probably every three weeks or so, or like once a month. You should 100% send me a sample. I could do that, yeah. And uh, it's actually—I mean, it's technically illegal to ship beer across state lines or something to that effect. But uh, oh, it is. Very, oh, yeah, it's actually technically illegal. I guess that doesn't stop anyone from doing it. But true. <laughs> well, then we uh, will not. We will not do that. Yeah, we won't do that at all. <laughs> uh, 
No, I got. If you, if you get something marked a live yeast sample, that is, uh, yeah. True. Yeah. So, cheers to that. Cheers. I just have a screwball. Nice. I tried that, and it's one of those things that like tastes very good. But I assume if I drank any significant amount of it, the hangover would make me want to kill myself. Yeah. See, it, it, it's, it's just a... it's just so sweet. Yeah. See, it's only uh almost 6 30 here so we oh yeah we're we're doing good here no there there's a no i i recently got into like whiskeys and bourbons yeah one of my uh one of my best friends from baseball is a huge uh scotch guy and then one of my other best friends from baseball is a huge uh bourbon guy so i've been exposed to a good amount of that there there uh, there's this uh, one guy that I had uh, on one of my podcasts, um, and then so he, so he now is the AAA bench coach for the Tigers, okay. and he has um, so and then he has a podcast that's uh, it's called uh, Barrel Proof Baseball, and oh nice that's a good and one. it's good a uh, oh yeah it's 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 solid, and he does um, he talks to like the to the owners and founders like of like the distilleries and then he has them on and then and then they send him samples like mm-hmm. all the time nice so he that's, that's living the dream oh yeah for sure so yeah so then he talks to people and he samples everything and then there's a few times like where like where like we'll have like a zoom call and then like he, he'll invite like 20 people to it and then he sends samples out to us oh and that's then, super cool then we all like hop on like the Zoom call and then we just oh, do like a virtual tasting. Yeah, yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, I think that I think that more people should do that. Yeah, that's very cool. It, that's, it's super uh, awesome. So my uh, a member of a, a homebrewing club, mm-hmm. uh, and during COVID, that was basically what we did. Uh, if we would hop on Zoom, and even if we like, I was in Florida for a good portion of COVID, but. Uh, like when I was home in the city, like they had figured out a way to like safely trade beers so that we could uh, like actually taste the beer everyone else had made during the, yeah. the virtual meetings. It was a great time. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. I mean, because there's there's a lot of there's tons of companies out there. But like I enjoy like the stories behind of like I guess stuff like why they started the companies or like why do they have like a certain taste or right yeah, it's, it's super it's, interesting to to know the, the background of it well yeah so uh like so here like where i live in uh, yakima uh like so we actually oh per- yes okay so that's, you know where i'm at yes i mean yakima i make beer man that's I what i'm all saying about yakima yeah we're <laughs> we, yeah we are eight, uh 80 yeah, of the world's hops yeah you're out where yeah those farms you're you mentioned farms i didn't put i didn't put it together now yep. it makes sense. Oh, yeah. I think I think much. Yeah, New. Oh, New, that's awesome. New York City. So, but yeah, no, we we have. I mean, like, there's. Fuck, I can't even count like how many breweries we have here. Um, oh God, I. I think just be, in Yakima alone. There's got to be. There's no place better to to have a brewery. I think there's twelve just in yeah. Yakima, and then. Right. And every like I'm sure there's tap houses. Yeah, I mean, because there's everywhere around you. There's got to be tons. There's actually one probably, probably fifty yards from my apartment. There's a tap house. That sounds 
dangerous in a good way. It's rough. <laughs> no, but it, it's yeah, it's 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 awesome like to learn about like like beers and then like how they're made and it it's it's always fun. Yeah, so you like so you as a guy who like brews beer like I mean you 100% like have to come out to Yakima. Oh yeah. I'm absolutely coming out to Yakima at some point. Well, well you got a place to stay. Awesome. So Appreciate it. and then we can just go hit up all the uh, breweries and twist twist my arm. Dude, I can do that. <laughs> that that'll be the trade for the sample of the beer that we're not sending. Yeah, the trade the sample that I will not be sending you because that would not be that's not legal. That's not allowed. No, never. But no, there's um there's actually yeah, and then we have like fuck like I don't know how many like wineries we have. For grapes, yeah, that... we have tons, but yeah, I, I I think I believe there's like there's like five five different families that uh like there's like five different families that do the hops here, and my roommate in college he his family is one of them. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they they do. I mean, they do like they do like the brewing competitions. Like they, yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy, and then they come up with like the craziest flavors, and it's. It's super. It's, it's super interesting the range of flavors you can get from a yeah. plant that is yes. like out of the four ingredients that you're that have to be in something to make it beer. Yeah, uh, like that one of them can give you such a weird, like absurdly large range. Uh, yeah. is nuts. Yeah, it's I I uh, so like on my twenty first birthday, um, all I drank was. Uh, Irish death. So it's like, it's like a dark. Yeah. You know, <laughs> That's what a I'm good name. About. I don't yeah. know. I don't know exactly what it is. Well, but it's, I, get, it's, I guess the idea is a super dark stout. Yeah. So that makes it, sense. Yeah. And that's, I bet, I bet it is very strong. Yeah. So I drank like four that's... or five of those on my 21st and I was throwing up all night. Nice. And, um, my, and then like from that moment on, like, I'm like, I'm not touching IPAs because I don't like, I didn't like the hoppy taste, like the super hoppy taste. Yeah, the the bitterness and like the assertiveness of it, especially if you're like, like up until I was, you know, nineteen or twenty or whatever, all I drank was like Budweiser or Bud yep. Light or whatever. Uh, I mean, obviously I didn't because it's illegal to drink before you're twenty one. But hundred percent the you know, uh, if that were the case, uh, it would be a really shocking change to go to something that's so bitter and so uh, like assertive in that way. That's also like the first time I had Guinness, I thought it was disgusting, and now it's probably one of my favorite beers. See, I haven't I haven't gotten to Guinness, um, just because I, I just because I think it's the way that I see it, like as a as it's like dark. You just have that bad association with it. From... Still, I mean, that's like <laughs> it's understandable. Six six years ago, but like, but now it's it's uh I uh I mean. I got really big into like the IPAs and all that stuff. Just, yeah. just cause the, I, I mean, there's just like those... so much variety and especially up by where you are, like there's gotta be so many great ones it's everywhere wild. you go. I mean, you got, I mean, cause I like my first go-to are ciders just, just, just because of like the apples here. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're, it's a big, I... it's a big thing in upstate New York too. Oh really? Yeah. A lot of orchards. Uh, there's a really, oh, there's a couple true. really good, a couple really good cideries up there. Yeah, there's I think there's a there's a place in Seattle that I really like. It's called uh, Shillings. Okay. 
and they they do it's um they actually just uh i was like because they have a 8.5 percent cider that i really like and then they they actually just came out with i believe a 9.5 as well and it's like it's like cider it's like cider passion fruit and guava oh that and sounds really good it's it's super sweet yeah but uh it's it's worth it it i that's, mean that's what i don't love about a lot of ciders is that they are like very very sweet sweet or they can they can be sweet and good yeah together just give bad bad days after yeah <laughs> well yeah because you did say that, okay i would say because uh i did ask you to uh to hop on the podcast lot on the podcast last night but you Okay, because you said you were on a homebrew club. That makes sense now. Yep. It was our uh, holiday party, which is why I ended up... Uh, you get a bunch of people that together who make beer uh, together for a holiday party. With You're going hammers. Yeah, it was... Uh, I should have... We went to like a dive bar after that, and I had a couple more, and I probably shouldn't have done that. If I didn't <laughs> do that, I probably would have been fine, but... Dude, dive bars are the best, though. I love dive bars; they're my favorites. Do we have those? We have those here too. <laughs> yeah, there we is have... uh, one of my favorites. We were in uh, when I was in Syracuse. Me and a couple of my friends. Pretty much every Sunday after our uh, our the day game we played on Sunday, we would go to a dive bar uh, over by where they lived that was called Swallows, and it was just like the diviest dive. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. We were in there at least every Sunday. There's yeah we have we have shit. I think I think honestly, Yakima is just beer drinking and farming. Makes sense. Oh, and also uh, MS13. We do have them here. We have gangs here. Yeah, we have a pretty big. Okay, that's so it's a, a weird place for MS13 to show up. I wouldn't have expected that. Fun uh, connection. fun fact. Fun fact about Yakima. We we were the what was it? Time magazine like named us like the second most, I guess, not not dangerous, but like the second most uh scariest place to live. Really? Yeah. Because in the country? No. So oh, we're in Washington. Well, okay, well, we're no, yes, yes, in the whole country. We beat out Compton. Okay. Wow. People would rather live in Compton than Yakima. Who beat who beat Yakima? Uh I believe it was Stockton. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. So, but yeah, we yeah we beat out Compton for being more scary. It's impressive. Just be yeah. I mean yeah, we have a, we have like a, I don't know, it's a weird place to live. Like it, I think uh, our population is like two hundred thousand in Yakima. Right. But it's 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 not like, I I don't know. It's it's weird, man. Yakima's a weird place, but. You for sure have to come out here to go. Yeah, without a doubt, I will at some point. That was I've heard it's uh, during like the, like when they harvest the hops. Yep. Like during that harvest season, it's super super cool to be out there. So I'll have to make it out there for that at some point. Yeah, I mean, because like, I for sure have some hookups <laughs> for you. Ooh, I mean, to go awesome. check out. No, it it it. Uh, I think there's there's actually a um, uh, this other Miley guy that I know uh he wants to start up a brewery huh. and he's in um 
so he so he's from Italy, and then he's okay. in, he's in the Cincinnati Reds organization. Uh, Leo Samanati. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so he wants to start up a brewery near like n- near Cincy. Nice. Yeah. That's think- that's my that's my plan for if I play baseball long enough that I just have more money than I know what to do with and I need to throw some away. I'll throw it away by starting a brewery. Well, okay. Uh, I, I think uh, Kevin Euclid actually has a brewery. Yeah, his uh, his social media stuff is Greek god of hops. So yeah. Yeah, I assume. I yeah, he's I think uh, he's like in the he's in the Bay Area. I think uh, he's okay. around San Francisco. He is okay. I believe. Let me, let me check this out. Actually, Kevin Euclid hops. Loma Brewery. There is a. Let me double check. It is. I think the brewery yep, is called. Cali. Yeah, Loma or something like yep, that. Yep. Yep. You're right. That that's crazy. Where are they at? Menus. Yeah, they're in Cali. Say, because I thought. Oh no, he has he has a coffee shop in Portland. Oh okay. That's what it is. I mean, like, yeah, it's hops. I dude, I'm so glad that you know about Yakima oh, yeah. hops. So hyped up that's, about that. That's that's a lot of the time where I get my hops from Yakima Valley Hops. The, oh uh, really? The website. Yeah. Who. I, guess I don't I, know. I don't know exactly the who's behind it, but it's like one of the biggest uh, for like home brewers and I think probably commercial brewers uh, in some. Uh, for some of them, uh, they are like one of the biggest and most common. I think hop suppliers in America is that, uh, one of the one of the places out of Yakima that you know, that has that on their website. Yeah, we. I, it's like, I mean, like so. There's this uh, one like road out. It's like towards like, like east yakima and then like it it goes for miles and then it's just pure like like hot fields just on both sides just oh yeah like then like the smell during the oh, harvest yeah. like for hops i that's i love gotta it be, yeah that's gotta be nuts no but it, it's uh dude i'm so hyped so hyped <laughs> up that you know that so we're 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 gonna we're gonna wrap us up a little bit so i have one question all right. I guess I guess technically, yeah. I have two questions during my podcast, I guess. Okay. So another question. So so let's say that you have a minor leaguer and he has a lot of downtime. What would you tell him to try and do? It's find something that you some hobby that you've always wanted to try and give it a shot. Give yourself an opportunity to suck at it. Give yourself an opportunity to see if you can get better at it. And if you actually like doing it, uh, or if you just like the idea of doing it, because that is what will keep you sane through all of the downtime and through all of the ups and downs of baseball. True. So yeah. Well, Tom, I appreciate it so much. It's been a great time. Thanks for having me on. Come to Yakima whenever. I'll be yes, here. Yes, I will. I will be coming out to Yakima. Deal. And I will be not sending you any beer. 
Nope, never. Nope, not allowed. <laughs> but, All right. Yeah. All right, well, have a great night. You too.